This is News Talk 980 CKNW. 6.33 on this Saturday morning. Well, if you're tired of seeing photos of our Prime Minister wearing cowboy hats, posing, perhaps photobombing weddings and such, too bad you are likely going to see more and more of those photos. They are not going to stop. Why? Well, my next guest is going to talk a bit more about that. Jerry Nichols, former vice president of the National Citizens Coalition, has written about this, and he joins us on the line now. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Jill. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. <laughs> uh, there certainly is no shortage of those photos, whether they're staged or photo bombs of the Prime Minister. Uh, you've wrote and you've come up with a theory uh, of what you call this kind of fascination with those pictures. Yeah, Jill, well, what, what happened was I, I get a lot of complaints, from, mainly from conservatives, who say, well, Justin Trudeau is getting all this you know, favorable publicity. This must show that the, uh, the media is pro-liberal, that they have this bias. And I'm like, yeah, they have a bias, but it isn't pro-liberal, it's pro-visual. And so I came up with, a, with what I call the kumquat principle to explain this, and it basically goes like this. If you want to get mentioned in some obscure business journal, then write a 500-page report on how to reform infrastructure spending. But if you want to make international headlines, if you want to make international news, take a selfie next to the world's largest kumquat. Because the media likes visuals. They like it more than boring policy. And this, in a nutshell, explains why Justin Trudeau gets all this publicity. Because when reporters and editors look at Justin Trudeau, they basically see a giant kumquat. He's very visual. Um, He's great for photo ops. He provides them with what they want. And that's why, and and that's why he gets all these pictures in the newspapers and on news shows doing the things that you were talking about. You know, running shirtless through the woods, or doing yoga poses, or hanging out with celebrities. The media loves that kind of stuff, and they're never going to get tired of publishing it. <laughs> and but does it get to a point where it's a bit embarrassing that this is our leader, and this is our shirtless leader who <laughs> who spends who tends to be spending a lot of his time doing uh, taking photos. Well, you know, I, I don't think the media will ever think it's embarrassing because I think they'll always find it something interesting to look at and something they can always, you know, put on their websites or on their news shows or in the front pages of their paper. I think the question for the liberals is, will Canadian voters get tired of it? I mean, there could be a point where there's, you know, overexposure and people are saying, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of worried about the economy. I'm, you know, worried about my job. And, you know, here's the prime minister doing yoga poses with a couple of panda bears. Uh, does he really care about what's going on? So I think that's more of a danger for Justin Trudeau than the media sort of saying, oh, well, this is too much. Uh, it's also a question, and you write about this as well, or you make the, the comparison of, uh, say, uh, a flashy photo compared to following uh, the NDP, the federal NDP leadership race. Uh, and I, I'm not sure that, it, well, maybe it is that people aren't that interested. It's just not that interesting right now. Even if you're a political junkie following the leadership race of the NDP federally, isn't something, I mean, if you need help falling asleep at night, that would probably be a good helper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I think this is a really a problem for the New Democrats, is they're so policy-oriented, and not many people really care about policy. Uh, we are basically a visual species. I mean, ever, ever since Og the Caveman, a million years ago, painted pictures of himself stabbing a mastodon and, you know, becoming a hit with his fellow, you know, cavemen, um, we, we've discovered that you know people like to look at interesting pictures, 
And this, and, you know, this may not be a good thing for democracy, perhaps, but people find that kind of stuff, like policies and issues and all that kind of stuff, boring and eye-glazing, as you said. They'd much rather probably see stories about, you know, Justin Trudeau's adorable socks. So I'm not really saying it's the media's fault or the media's doing anything wrong by having this pro-visual bias. They're just really giving the public what it wants, and the public wants that basically because it's just human nature. It just is what it is. Do you think he gets a bit of a buy, though? He gets he gets um, treated much more. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't get questioned as much because of that kind of celebrity look that he has and that celebrity persona. I mean, even taking a, another example, if you take a look at the the appointment of Julie Payette last week, uh, it, all the pomp, the circumstance, and such. Then a couple of negative stories came out, and and I was having this conversation with people. If it had been a Stephen Harper appointment, and suddenly we found out that this person had a couple of stories in his or her past that were questionable. I don't think the media or the public would have been as forgiving. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with, with the likability of Justin Trudeau. People like him. And if people like you, they're more likely to give you the benefit of the doubt. I think with Stephen Harper, he wasn't that likable, and it was easier for people to believe that you know he he, he, he was do, if he made a mistake. There was something sinister behind it. You really can't get that sense with Justin Trudeau. You know, he he he's like a Care Bear. Right? <laughs> um, you, you, you know, he made made mistakes, but you know, he's still he's still adorable. And I think this you know this is a, a, a sort of an asset that Justin Trudeau possesses that you know that helps him sort of ride through these storms of controversy. Uh, it, and, and I get what you're saying as well. And we are a visual species that we do we do get drawn to the picture of the giant fruit rather than the economic report. But I, I suppose then do we do we rest assured or do we hope that while Justin Trudeau is out taking selfies and photobombing wedding parties, that there is somebody in the administration, there is somebody who's actually doing the work and, and taking care of the country and making sure that that the country is running and making good decisions. Well, I think the, the assumption is that, uh, you know, somebody who's adorable and cute and, and fun and a celebrity is also a good leader. And they're, they're, they're taking the country in the right path. And I think right now things are going pretty well in the country. People are kind of optimistic and people, you know, have a good feeling about the country. And Trudeau kind of reflects that, right? Kind of reflects that optimism and enthusiasm for the country. Uh, I think the problem could begin if, if people start, uh, you know, as I kind of noted earlier, if, if people start getting anxious about the economy and if things start turning down hill in the economy people start losing their jobs then it might be kind of a different story um, then they might think they might see uh, what they see today as cute might tomorrow be seen as complacent and that why isn't this guy doing his job and i think this is one of the things that the conservatives might be looking at that you know their their leader andrew Scheer, is kind of a boring guy he's kind of an anti-trudeau you know, he, he kind of emits anti-charisma beams. Um, they're maybe hoping that by 2019, people will say, you know what, we're tired of this guy with his, you know, with his, you know, frivolous attitude. We want a serious, competent guy who's dull running the country. So that this is how some of the political dynamics could play out over the next couple of years. You mean something like, great, you take a great photo, but wait a minute, the deficits you projected are billions more than what you said they were going to be. Yeah, exactly. If people start getting worried about the economy, they start feeling a sort of sense of anxiety, then, then Justin Trudeau might not look so cute anymore.
What do you think uh, when when you look at uh, Andrew Scheer and uh, the the next leader of the New Democrats? Uh, it, it's almost, for lack of a better phrase, it's almost a, like a dumbing down. Is is that what they need to do? Do they need to be more photogenic and out there? Well, yeah, I think they have to figure out some ways to sort of you know attach a. a a visual element to the communications plan. I mean, that's communications 101. You have to have some kind of, some kind of thing that'll catch people's attention. But I think also they have to figure out a way to get their messages across in a way that resonates with people on an emotional level. It's always a mistake to try to to try to win people over with intellectual arguments. Those usually don't do very well. You have to come sort of have something that people care about. Uh, Donald Trump did this in the last U.S. election. A lot of his arguments, a lot of people said his arguments were simplistic or whatever, but the fact is they resonated with a lot of Americans on an emotional level. You know, drain the swamp is something that you know, a lot of people said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was not an intellectual argument. It was an emotional one. And I think that both the conservatives and the Democrats have to figure out how can they take their agenda and how can they market it to the Canadian public in sort of an easy-to-understand way. Uh, can't, can't you have both, though, I would imagine? And even though his popularity has perhaps gone down a bit, but I look at somebody like Brad Wall, who's a smart man, who's a very well-respected man. Uh, he's not the, the photo-bombing, selfie-taking politician, but he is likable and, and certainly has enjoyed uh, being, being very likable for many years. Yeah, he's, uh, Brad Wall's kind of taken on kind of the, uh, the populist approach. Right, you know, he's he's kind of a man of the people. He represents the voice of the people, and I think in, in Justin Trudeau, he's got kind of a good enemy. He can say, "Look, I'm standing up for my province. I'm standing up for the people of Saskatchewan against this, you know, federal government that wants to come in and tell us what to do." So that is an emotional argument, and I think you know, Brad Wall is is sort of good at sort of playing that emotion, uh, that sort of emotional populist card, in a way that makes him look like the champion of the people. Always good to talk to you, Jerry. We're out of time. We'll have to leave it there. But thank you so much for coming on the show this morning. Oh, my pleasure, Jill. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is Jerry Nichols. He is the former president of the National Citizens Coalition. You can check out uh, his column. It is in uh, the Sun newspaper, uh, the Toronto Sun. You can go to torontosun.com. You can also check out uh, Jerry's website as well. We'll take a short break. When we come back, Mike Agarbo is here. We will talk tech, the dark web, a couple of other stories as well. Stick with us on The Joel Bennett Show. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.